Hey, welcome to a gluten-free podcast, the show where we'll be exploring all things gluten-free. I'm your host, Ben. Whether you have celiac disease like me, you're gluten-free for other reasons, or you just want to learn more about the gluten-free diet, then this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Hello. And welcome to a gluten-free podcast. This is a weekly show where I talk to people all around the world that are doing some really helpful and inspiring things in the gluten-free community, while also sharing my own story of having celiac disease and living life gluten-free. Before we get into the episode today, I would, as always, like to acknowledge the land on which I'm currently recording this episode on right now, where my family and I have the privilege to live on every single day. This is was and always will be Gundangara country and the Gundangara people are the true custodians of this land. I would like to pay my respect to their elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Also, I am not a health professional myself. I will be sitting down with two health professionals from Celiac Australia today, but I am not one myself. So please, anytime you hear anything on this podcast spoken by myself or my guests, please always remember to seek out your own personal medical advice when it comes to making any changes to your own health or your diet. Okay, let's get into the episode today. My guests on today's episode are Penny Delsberger and Christina Richardson, Health Advocacy Officers at Celiac Australia. We'll talk about the upcoming gluten-free expos, launch of the new gluten-free living hub, a survey on the cost of the gluten-free diet, and the latest information on oats for people with celiac disease. Good morning, Penny and Christina. Good morning. Hi, Ben. Nice to be back. There's a lot happening at, at Celiac Australia at the moment. And first of all, the Gluten-Free Expo is coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Sydney is the first cab off the rank in August. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about what's happening there? And, and if it's someone's first Gluten-Free Expo as well, what they can they uh, expect this year? Yeah, well, it is good to be back. I think we weren't sure of the dates for a little while, but the Sydney one is now being confirmed for the 27th and 28th of August at Randwick. Um, it's... I don't know if, if it's your, if it's to be your first expo, you'll be blown away. I imagine um, being able to go in and just eat anything and everything, knowing that the, everything in the venue is gluten free for you, is just really nice. I think for people, um, we will have our normal education stage um, where we'll have various talks from health professionals and things, but we're also going to have a separate cooking stage as well. So there'll be cooking demos going on. Um, during the during the event as well, so it's a good opportunity to learn, but also just to find new products, um, sample stuff, get some good deals, all of that sort of thing. So, yeah, very exciting. Um, the tickets for Sydney are going to be available from the tenth of July, um, so you can go to the Expo website to get those. Those who are a um, a member will get a free ticket with their membership as well. Um, so you've been to Expos, Ben? I have not. I have missed both because of COVID for the first time, and then I was sick the second time. So I am so pumped for this. So I've just marked that in my calendar as you're saying that, because this is going to come out on the 10th, actually, So um, on that Monday. So I'll be hopping on to buy tickets straight away. <laughs> yeah, excellent. No, no, we're good to see you there. So Penny's going to be in Sydney. Um, she'll be presenting a couple of times. And then I'm going to be down in Melbourne, for the one in Melbourne um, nice. on the 18th and 19th of November. That's going to be at the Convention Centre. 
So it's going to be my first Melbourne Expo. I'm sure it's going yeah. to be a little bit bigger than the Brisbane one. So I'm looking forward to being there. And I'm, we might, I'm not sure what we're going to do yet, Penny, maybe a bit more of a Q&A thing like we did last year. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Something like that would be good. Yeah. To bring your questions. Yes, bring your questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, let us know and we'll be ready to answer them. Yeah. Excellent. No, it sounds exciting. And just as you said, Penny, just like a free-for-all, you can just not yeah. have to worry about what you eat and, um, yeah, just buy anything you like. <laughs> yeah, go, go steady because you might, I think a lot of people tend to overindulge and just feel full. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it is it is really fun. It was nice comparing my sort of first expo experience with my daughter's first expo experience. <laughs> she was just like, ah. <laughs> running around from table to table I'm like take it yeah. easy it's okay <laughs> I think yeah for kids especially to just be able to say to them look everything here you can eat yeah. I think yeah that's really special absolutely and in terms of other locations so um we're hoping to organize something also in more places this year Brisbane Perth and Adelaide they're going to be more um roadshow style events not the the big expo of the past but we're just watch this space in that regard we're still um in the planning stages for those excellent yeah uh, it's all happening and um yeah there's also a new website launching for celiac australia named gluten-free living and that will be alongside the gluten-free living magazine can you share what's happening there yeah it's been a very busy time <laughs> um so we've sort of we've known for a while, it's been a project we've been working on just to make sure that the information on our website um, is really accessible. Um, people can find what they need um, on our website really easily. So um, later in July, we'll be launching our Celiac Australia website and there'll be like a content hub that sits um, within that as well, um, which will be updated really regularly with all the latest information, research, etc. cetera. Um, and then alongside that, we've also got our... Um, a relaunch of our magazine under a new title, so it's Celiac Australia's Gluten-Free Living magazine, um, and that will that first edition will come out to members in July. So um, it's yeah, we're very excited to be able to have yeah this refresh look, but also for Christina and I, I think the most important thing is having that correct and current information really accessible for people. Mm. And that'll be running alongside the gluten-free living website will be running alongside Celiac Australia's website. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 So you've got, so the gluten-free living hub is sort of that, that content that'll be sort of more topical and updates and things will go in there. Um, and they sort of sit alongside each other um, and yeah, complement each other, I guess. So yeah, um, recipes and articles and just, yeah, little updates, those sort of things. Yeah. And the but their main website is going to, you know, just be the go-to place for, okay, what do I need to do if I need to be diagnosed? All that sort of stuff is going to be really accessible. The really core information. It's going to be a bit of a change. But, um, yeah, we're hoping, yeah, it's just going to end a lot of their misinformation out there. They'll just be able to come straight to the CDAC Australia website, find what they need. Um, and then there's also going to be um, additional stuff for members and also for health professionals. Yeah. Um, and so the so obviously those who are members will automatically receive the magazine as part of their membership. Um, but a new part will be it's actually going to be available to the general public 
um, for like on our online shop as a, on a or on a subscription basis as well. So it will be available to the general public for a fee um, or you can become a member and you automatically receive it along with all your other membership benefits. Oh, that's great to keep it open to the general public too because there's so many parents out there um, with children with celiac disease or just family and friends who want to learn more about it. So that's great. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> and um, you also mentioned uh, there's some potential research around the costs of the gluten-free diet. Yeah. And I yeah. Think, yeah, that's definitely an area that is important. We were just – just before we started recording, we are talking about that, that the cost of living is just – through the roof at the moment, and I know you know for particularly for people on a gluten free diet. So, what's the latest there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, as you say, we know like the cost of living generally is going up, um, but for those on a gluten free diet, you've got this added um, pressure of having to buy gluten free food, which we know is more expensive. So, this is a project that we're doing in conjunction with the University of Wollongong. Um, the dietetics department there. Um, so, there'll be a survey coming out to members. Um, they may have already received it actually in their July e-news. So you can go to your supermarket and we need people from all over Australia to do this for us. Go to your supermarket and complete the survey to provide us with information about the cost but also the availability of gluten-free food in different areas of Australia. Um, so that will be going out to members in the e-news but then we will also be getting people more broadly to to help us with this, um, so watch for social posts as well where to provide a link to the survey. Um, so, the, yeah, the hope is obviously we will be publishing this information. It will allow us to quantify that extra cost, but it will also, um, I think, highlight how it's different for those in regional or remote areas to mm. access gluten-free food compared to urban areas as well. Um, so, yeah, we're we'll looking at all of those sorts of things. Um, so, it's, yeah, really exciting research. And um, so, yeah, hoping over the next month or so that we'll get some really good data from with everyone's help. Yeah, and cannot state enough how important that is for everybody to get involved with too, to to get involved with that study so we yeah. can know the statistics around it. Yeah. Definitely. So, yes, we need your help, please. <laughs> yeah. The more information we have, the more we can help this, the celiac community. Exactly. For sure. And you're also involved with the City to Surf this year. Celiac Australia is being involved with that. So can you tell me about that? Yeah, Christina, did you want to cover off City to Surf? Yeah, so um, our fundraising manager, Hannah, has been busy. Um, so she's organised that we're going to take part. Well, a few of the Celiac Australia so um, staff are taking part. I unfortunately can't. <laughs> I'm in Brisbane. So, yeah, our CEO, Fiona Crockett's going to be taking part. Um, and another um, volunteer, Alan, who's taking part, he's He's 85 and he's going to do it. Good on him. Um, and as well as some of our youngest Celiac Australia members. So for anyone that wants to join that's in Sydney, you just need to register for the event. Um, but if you can't take part um, but you want to support the people that are taking part, you can also um, make a donation through the Celiac Australia fundraising page um, and you can find the link to register and donate on our Facebook page. Okay, sweet. I'll pop that link in the show notes too so people can go donate oh, if they – yeah. Thanks, no worries. And lastly, we had a question. It's come up a few times. A lot of people have been asking me this, uh, DMing me on Instagram as well about it, the oats. 
the the latest yes. in the research and it being part of the gluten-free diet. And I know that's something you've been working very hard on and um, something yeah. that Celiac Australia is a bit tight-lipped on at the moment for good reason. Um, but could you share maybe just the latest about that and um, and where we're where we're at with it? Yeah, so we're waiting for some study results to be published um, at the moment um, on that big sort of oat safety study that's been that's been done in Australia. Um, and in the background, we're working on refining our messaging um, around whether oats are suitable, how they could be included, whether what monitoring etc is required. Um, so there's a lot of stuff we need to work through to make sure we're providing the best information for people. Um, in this space. So at the moment, we certainly recommend that if you want to trial uncontaminated oats, that you do so after a conversation with your doctor, just to make sure that your individual needs are considered and it's monitored properly. Um, but yeah, certainly watch this space. We will be coming out with um, some some new information, a refined position, and hopefully a, a bit of a clearer path forward for people wanting to trial oats um, in their gluten-free diet. Understand people being um, <laughs> eager to find out that information because um, we are too. Mm -hmm. um, certainly, from my perspective, um, I've been hanging on <laughs> this <laughs> information so I can hopefully um, try my daughter back on oats. I'd love her to have porridge of the morning, um, and perhaps even myself. So um, yes, we're all eager to, to find out what's what the best way forward is. We just want to make sure that it's safe and that. Um, we're, we're doing it right by everybody and not um, doing unnecessary harm, I guess. Yeah, likewise. I'm really interested to see the results of it too because I would love to include it back in the diet. And I know so many people would because it's it's a it's just great as uh, to have oats as part of the diet, isn't it? And to have yeah, it part of a gluten-free really, diet. Yeah, they're a really healthy food. So um, yeah. it's a, sort of a matter of looking at, okay, these are the potential benefits and there's lots to be able to include an uncontaminated oat, then we just need to look at what potential risk there might be and where does that balance sit. And that's going to be a bit of an individual um, decision, I think. But, um, yeah, we'll, we will revert and we'll, we'll hopefully have some some updated direction for you soon. Excellent, excellent. Well, look, thank you so much, Penny and Christina, once again. And um, as always, how can listeners contact Celiac Australia if they've got any questions uh, want to sign up as a member or make a donation? Yeah, so you can go to our website, ciliac.org.au, um, which provides you with a heap of information um, and there is links there to join or donate and so on. Um, if you would like to talk to someone, we do have a helpline, 1-800-809-054, um, and you can call us anytime for, for support with anything. We're here to help. Excellent. All right, well, thanks so much to you both and have a great day and I'll chat to you soon. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me here on a gluten-free podcast. If you're enjoying it and think someone else would too, please share it with them. Also, I'd really appreciate you giving a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. You can find me on Instagram at a.gffamily or send an email to aglutenfreefamily at gmail.com. I'll add all this info in the show notes. Until next time, bye for now.